0: you are now listening to let me muse it's a podcast by me kayla l smith i'm a follower of jesus a photographer business owner self-proclaimed thinker conversationalist lover of people researcher daughter and friend i created this podcast to help us all walk through the topics that actually take a little bit of pondering to find understanding and just like life our thoughts are a nuance I hope in this space so we all learn to feel a little bit more free in using this brain that our creator gave us.
1: The only one that can part cease with the word. You are the only one that brings life to what you You're still you're still, oh, you're still, you're still
0: wow guys what is up i can't believe it. i literally have not podcast in over a year which that is crazy um it's just crazy how time can just get away from you. Like, I got so caught up in just work and trying to figure out, like, when will I have time to do this? When will I have time to edit? And having to prioritize things a little bit better. Um, my schedule last year was kind of chaotic in a sense of me just struggling with balancing things out well. And so podcasting just was not a priority. But I did miss it tremendously Um, because... It was something i just like to do for me um and yeah so here i am i'm back i'm back on actually my father's birthday i'm doing this on my dad's birthday my my dad actually oh i just dropped something on my phone i'm not gonna edit that but anyway um yeah today's my dad's birthday my father passed away but um i love him tremendously he was a massive part of my life he was um one of my favorite people in the world, and so yeah, it's kind of cool. I'm doing it today on his birthday. So happy birthday to my dad, who I love so much. And this podcast is actually going to be about grief, but it's not going to be about him. Although, speaking of him, I probably have not grieved net na- like I'm grieving now, um, since the passing, grieved in this way, um, since the passing of him and my sister. Um, yeah and so this is just a different space of grief so i want to make this uh, this podcast about grief but also this podcast is dedicated to my aunt Bern, who i love so much and just recently she passed away and it has affected me tremendously affected me for the rest of my life so i just can't step into a speaking space without speaking about her speaking about her impact and also sharing this part of vulnerability with you guys um on grief and yeah it being more so about her and so this um, mostly with my podcast I try to condense it and try to balance it out where you're not like just sitting in here and me rambling but it might feel like a little bit of rambling to you guys on this podcast and I hope you're okay with that and then the podcast ahead I'll I'll do better. <laughs> I'll do better. So, um, yeah. So, let me start off by telling you guys a little bit about my aunt who... Man, I'm just, like, dropping everything. It's so crazy. But um, my aunt who I love so much. And her death just really, 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 really... Um, or her transition has really just affected me. And so, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, my aunt, she gosh what an incredible woman incredible human incredible mother incredible aunt incredible family member incredible cousin incredible grandmother incredible um light to the body of christ and her transition has definitely left the world a little bit darker and they just don't make people like her (laughs) anymore but yeah my aunt bernice um beautiful spirit she was the go-to person that everyone went to she's the one of the matriarchs of our family her home was a house that everyone hung out at everyone wanted to be there it was a social space a safe space um a space where everybody felt loved everybody felt at home everyone got a plate of food everyone felt embraced and man, people don't do that anymore, <laughs> that much. But f- that's who she was on a grand um, scheme of things. Um, so much more, way, way more. But for me personally, um, yeah, she was another parent figure in my life and always been has been a, a source of stability just because I loved, I was in love with how her mind worked and her strength and her tenacity. And her, her capability to just be all things to all men, like the scripture says, and to love people well, and to be direct with people, and to be honest with people, but then also at the same time, people knowing that they're cared for. And Man, she is the reason why I have the relationship that I do with my family in Florida, a, a large portion of why um, I do. But let me backtrack for you guys. I grew up in Kansas, but my parents are from Lakeland, Florida. So we would come down in the summers or other times just taking trips. And when my mother's father, Um, when he was living, sometimes we would stay at his house and then sometimes I would jump and stay at my aunt's house. But when my grandfather passed away, I primarily would always stay at my aunt's house. And I just really, growing up, I thought that I was her favorite. (laughs) And then I grew up and I realized, no, she treats everybody well. But even though we did have a bond and we did um, communicate often and we had a loving relationship, it just wasn't, the person that I know, it wasn't just isolated, just for me, she was this to everyone. And that's the joy and the beauty of who she was. But for me, when I was a kid in Kansas, I would call her and be like, auntie, I really wanna come to Florida. And she would be like, come on baby. And we literally would plan our my trip without my parents first. and We would work out the dates that I, were, that I was coming and at that time on an airline you could call an airline and you could reserve a ticket and i would call as a little kid which is so crazy to me but it's a little I would call reserve and then i would talk to my parents and be like hey um, Burns said i could come this day and i already called such and such airlines and hey i got the everything set out you know which is it's just crazy but of course i'm sure they had their back end conversations but in my little world of uh being young it was just one of those things that yeah this was something that my aunt and i worked out and she would come and pick me up from the airport and i always used to love the smell of florida when i would come through the terminal and it was this fresh smell and i was like ah yes and my aunt would be there waiting for me and i would get to her house and it was a whole different lifestyle was southern living and I had to learn to put clothes on the line just like the rest of my cousins and they said yes ma'am and no ma'am a lot and she actually would let me get away with just saying yes um versus saying yes ma'am and no ma'am but because it's just because i wasn't raised that way but um yeah everything um it just makes up being around her it was just her her home became another home for me just like the the house of my my parents and I continue doing this every year um I even lived at um her house I think when I was uh 20 or 21 or maybe maybe I was 22 around that time but I lived there for a little bit and um yeah we used to talk on the phone all the time and I was just at our house all the time like i i just loved my aunt but she was just this really incredible incredible human of just i don't know just being able to carry just love and light and truth to people in a way that you just don't see people do anymore and so yeah when she when she passed um God, I just feel like I'm I'm just not doing her justice because there's just so much that I can say about her. There's so, so much. But it's like, how do you say all of these things about someone you've loved for 30-something years in a, a podcast? Like, you just can't. But I just... I just appreciate her, I appreciate what she did for me and me just being able to learn from her and watch her and just see her strength and her beauty and her graciousness towards others and her love towards me. Um. And like even at her, at her funeral, I got a chance to speak along with my cousins and i just felt like man i just didn't say everything that i wanted to say because there was just so much but what i will say is from a personal standpoint there wasn't a surgery that i went through and just to backtrack again um I have a heart condition. I've, I've done several surgeries throughout my 20s and stuff, but that's a whole nother story. But there wasn't a surgery that I went through that she wasn't there when I got out of that surgery. Um, when I was in a hospital for two months, she came and visited me, because after a while, people stopped visiting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, when I was having surgery in Tallahassee, like she drove up there, you know, um, with my sister was my sister passed away, got married right before Thanksgiving, which was a crazy time. Um, She was there in Kansas with us. Um, She was the one family member that, you know, there's no shade or nothing else against my family, but she was the one that it wasn't just one-sided. She made sure that she did, and it wasn't just me coming, but her investing back I have so many voicemails on my phone of her calling and telling me to call her back (laughs) you know and she just invested in our relationship and I'm just appreciative of who she was and from a Christian standpoint is is funny of being able to grasp who she was um and learn from her because I look at her as a hero in the faith. Like people look at celebrities or people that have done all this stuff or even people that are on the road now as people that they can look to. But for me, I look at people like her that they're not looking to gain anything. They just wanna walk this faith out. They're not looking for fame. They're not looking for glory. They're not looking to do anything. It's just like, no, this is who, we are and this is what we're supposed to do you're supposed to visit the sick you're supposed to give to the hungry you're supposed to love on people you're supposed to do for others you're supposed to make sure people are okay and that's the life that she lived and man if I could you know I think of being like a fraction of her, but obviously, you know, she's not my standard. Like, Christ is my standard. But when I even think of her even being a standard, it's like, man, could I even be a fraction of who she was to people? Like, in a contentment in Christ and in contentment in the Lord, and this contentment of understanding how life works that this life isn't permanent, it's not a permanent space. And we are people that are passing through and when the lord calls us it's just our time to go but did we do what we're supposed to do here on earth you know and not just in a sense of going to church every sunday but actually like living this thing out within ourselves and living it with people like this is what she did and like man what a beautiful example like i don't have to look at outside sources for an example in christianity (laughs) like other than, like, the scriptures, people in the Bible, Christ, and then my aunt. And even for me, it's like Christ and then my aunt. And as in, you know, Christ, my family that I know that lives for the Lord. And then people in the scriptures that, <laughs> you know, it's it's just, it's incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to miss her. Um, very much and if that that was super long that did not give justice I'm probably going to listen back on this and not be satisfied with everything that I've said because I know I'm going to be like man I wanted to say more but that just gives you an idea of who she is and who she was and who she will always be in my life um with that being said the grief part has been extremely um, difficult to say the least, but then also beautiful. And I've been kind of treading on what I do and don't want to share. And even in this moment, I've I've been, like I said, going back and forth, trying to decide, um, do I want to share this this part that I'm thinking of? And I don't think I'm ready to share it yet but I will say that I was there when she passed away. And so, that was different, you know, that was a different experience. And I'm trying to think how I wanna share this. what i what i will say is that um even in that it was a gift it was a gift because it helped me to understand that we do transition in this life and i've always believed that but being a part of that experience um, of watching someone that you deeply care for um leave this world you also see the, like, I also saw the beauty of God and how this this body that we live in is just a shell. It's simply a shell, shell that we're just housing for a little bit, but then eventually, you know, we transition out. And so she gave me that gift of being able to see that, um, see that through her life and her, her transition. So... It was a blessing and a gift in itself. It's so weird um, just saying this without explaining the whole story, but I'm just not ready to kind of share that on a public um, space, in a public space right now, but I will say that. So, anyway, that's again, probably a lot of rambling, but that's what it is. And so, this is a portion I just want to talk about grief and. Yeah, grief. So, yeah, grief is just weird. (laughs) It's such a weird, it's a weird space. And a few things I've learned about grief is that it's different for everybody, depending on the relationship. Um, is different depending on who it was. Like, losing a father is not the same as losing a sibling. And losing a sibling is not the same as losing an aunt, and losing an aunt is not the same as losing a friend. Um, So there's a lot that comes along with that. That in itself, that little portion. So I think it's very um, hard to tell someone, Like, I know what you're going through because the relationship might just be different. Like, for me, I was really, 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 really close to my father, as an example. Some people might not have a great relationship with their dad. So the concept of losing a dad might be wrapped in anger, might be wrapped in bitterness, might be wrapped in not missing that portion and opposed to me it's like man you lose someone that you felt was a protector a confidant um, someone who loved you tremendously um, safety yeah so it's just it's just a different different outcome but no matter what the outcome in is is there's still the connection of loss and the connection of never being the same again and you're just not the same after you lose people that you love so in that portion i will say that it is okay to allow yourself to evolve through loss through death through transition however you see it um because you're going to evolve anyway, so you might as well not fight against that. You shouldn't fight against it and you should see what God is trying to teach you through that space. Um, Take those learning lessons and then how do you want to handle life moving forward is very important. Um, Grief, it cannot be rushed. It looks The timeline just looks different for everyone. Uh, I'm like, does it have a timeline? I don't know. Because you never get over people, but you learn to live with it. Even if you know where people are going, you know, you learn to live with it. You learn to sit with it. You learn to breathe through it. You learn a new normal. There's a lot of learning that comes along with it. And it almost feels like you're in the middle of a book and you just switch chapters. And sometimes people don't understand that you switch chapters and you're in a different storyline now. Um, but you are, and there's literally not no going back to that previous chapter, like it's impossible it's literally impossible so even if people want to force you back into that previous chapter you can't be forced back there because the characters are different (laughs) they're different as in you don't have all the same characters that you had before so it's just going to look different and it's just going to be different and it's okay that it's gonna do that and you can't force people to understand it You just can't, because their chapter might still be the same. You know, their chapter could be completely the same. And so they're looking to fit you still in that space. But we all live these individual lives that we have to be okay with embracing and embrace the change and know like, okay, your life is not the same as my life. So I just have to move in the space where my life is in. So, yeah. There's a lot of change that comes with grief, and um, to the person that is grieving, it's okay to do that. And to the person that is trying to help someone grieve, you have to be okay with the fact that that person has been changed for for life. And so you have to treat it like a butterfly that is coming out of this cocoon, is morphing, it's changing, they're morphing, they're changing. Um, Are you just gonna be there with them through the change and through the transition? And what that looks like, because they're just in a different chapter and they're, again, there's no going back. And we have to respect that and we have to respect um, life and respect the changes of life and the transitions of life. And it makes it really, really, really difficult when we kick against what is natural. And people leaving and death and transition is very natural. And the cause and effect of loss is people that are still here to change. And we have to be okay with that and allow people to transition with that. So yeah, um, that's one point that I've learned about grief. Another point, and this is specifically I... I know that maybe not all people are Christians that listen to my podcast, but this is specifically for Christians. Grieving does not mean that you don't have faith in God. I'm going to say that again because I think it's very important. Grieving does not mean that you do not have faith in God. Yes, it is true. We grieve like those who don't. We don't grieve like those who don't have hope. Yes, there is a time and a season. That Your time and season or whatever you're dealing with is not on anyone else's time scale. And it is completely healthy and completely okay to know that, yeah, this life isn't permanent, but you will and you're going to miss the people that you loved here on earth and that's okay that's normal it's so normal it's so normal for someone to pass and you know that life isn't the same without them and it's normal to miss them it's normal to figure out what does this new normal look like it's normal to still love and grieve them not being here even if you have full faith in where they are and you have peace in their transition you have peace in their in them not being here anymore um missing someone does not mean there's a lack of peace and it's okay and missing someone does not mean that you don't believe God and you don't trust in God. And you don't have faith in God. God is okay. I literally know of stories of people questioning other people's faith because they lost someone. I'm talking loss a mom, loss another person and people questioning them. God how unhealthy and how cruel. And how disconnected. Jesus. It's okay. Like, it's okay. It's okay to figure that out. And there's no timeline on that. So, that's to the person that, the Christian that's grieving that, and to the Christian that is walking with someone. Mourn with those who mourn. It's simple. That doesn't mean you have to cry and be on the ground with them, but it does mean that you come with a sense of understanding that their life has been shifted forever. And the compassion of God is constantly surrounding them, even in their tears and even in them trying to figure it out. The compassion of God, compassion of God still sits with them, rests with them, helps them. And you really can as well if you want to. But you can't force somebody out of grief because you're frustrated that they're not the same. You can't do that. You're frustrated because you want them just to be clapping their hands and stuff. They're they're hurting. They're sad. That they permanently lost, permanently on this side of earth, lost someone. And then for some people, yeah, it is a permanent thing depending on where they went don't be cruel don't be cruel to people love them you can't force you can't make somebody be who you want them to be love them love them walk with them through them through it be patient and allow them to process and allow them to change Another thing that comes with grief is this intense understanding. Sometimes, maybe this doesn't happen with everyone, but it's happened with me and um, with me dealing with grief. But it's intense understanding and sensitivity to time, to life, and purpose. Where you lose people and you say, okay, what am I doing with my life? Um... I don't want to just waste it I don't want to waste life I don't want to live life in fear I want to do what I'm supposed to do I want to enjoy life and try to you got to try to hold on to that as long as possible because sometimes it can dim over time But that's a a beauty, a beautiful thing that comes out of death. I was gonna say that's the beauty of death, but I don't want to really say that, but that say, um, even though I just said it, (laughs) but that's a one of the beautiful things that comes out of it is understanding how fragile time, the thing of time is. It's okay to be in that. allow yourself to grieve and ride the waves ride the waves of grief and I'm not talking about a way of just making yourself unstable but allow yourself to feel Um, for my for well for those of you that don't know like I lost my dad and my sister three weeks apart from each other and I know God was with me, and He, His compassion carried me and my mother tremendously. Um, but in the months and the years to come after that, like I feel like I just didn't handle grief well. Um, I think I did a lot, a lot of suppressing, and I didn't allow myself to really feel. And I can look back on moments where, I was just triggered. I was very triggered by things um, easily because I was just, gr- like I was grieving and I didn't realize I was grieving and I didn't allow my emotions to feel f- um, filter out. I didn't sit in how I was feeling. Um, I always was forcing myself out of grieving and trying to pull, move past it. Um, And that's just, it's just not a healthy way to grieve, nor is it a space of trust that God is going to be with me through it. Um, But it's just, it's just not a healthy, not a healthy space to not do that. Um, So this time around, I'm allowing myself to feel. And I'm, I'm, I don't mean to project because maybe you're, someone that's listening and you you're a griever and you do know how to feel but um if you can relate to doing a lot of suppressing I want to say just try to let go of that because it's it's not healthy in the long run I've done that route um cry in spaces that you need to sit and think in spaces that you need to take time and rest and the times that you need to, but just don't stay there, you know, and you might end up going back there, maybe the next day, or maybe a week later, you know, or maybe two weeks later, or the next hour, but allow yourself to be in that, but just don't stay there, but you need to allow yourself to process it, because I promise you, it's so much healthier, To be able to think through it and live through it and breathe through it. Yeah. And to the person that sees someone grieving, allow them to do it. And with that also being said, like grieving can come with a lot of emotions. Sometimes you want to be hugged. Sometimes you don't even want to be like hugged or touched or anything because it's like like for me i'm experiencing um this right now like i have like waves where i don't want to f- like feel affection like deep affection any type of way like i just want to feel like stable because i've just been so emotionally unstable and then sometimes i'm like oh i need a hug which i'm naturally a really affectionate like human And so it's just been weird because I'm like not normally like that, but I'm allowing myself to do that as in, this is where I am right now. So this is where I'm gonna be. And so I'm not in this space, (laughs) you know, I'm just not allowing myself to stay in certain spaces, but I am allowing myself to feel and breathe and move. So it's just been good for me. And so, yeah that's a good space to be as well and lastly I'm going to wrap this up because I know this is super long this is probably the longest podcast I've done the the most um, unorganized podcast I've done but if you made it this far thank you (laughs) but yeah just surround yourself with people that will embrace where you are and who see you and it's also okay to be by yourself that's another space that I've been in it's just been like I've been feeling real good just being by myself you know yeah and I don't do that too much because like you got to watch and make sure you're not like tripping into some depression depressional grief but um yeah allow that to happen, and then also surround yourself with good people. And then where what I haven't done yet, and what I've been thinking about doing is like, maybe I need to go see a grief counselor, which I think is completely healthy. I'm a thousand percent with therapy, and so I'm like, which I've gone to a therapist before, I've had a therapist before, um, I think it's cool it's healthy I'm like maybe I need to do that this time around because when I look back on like my dad and my sister I didn't do it and I should have I know for a fact I should have went to grief counseling I just wasn't mature enough to know that then or even think about that then um and this time around I'm mature enough to know that it's just a matter of taking the steps to do so so I've been in a place of trying to figure out do I need to do that or not and i may i think i need to so i'm just saying this to you guys um maybe you do maybe you're hearing this you're like you know what? i didn't think about that uh that's weird i don't want to sit on somebody's couch it's not like that (laughs) all um counseling and therapy is is somebody helping you think differently so that's the way i like to look at it and it's different avenues of thoughts in different tools where they've studied the human brain and just helping you to think down different avenues. And sometimes maybe you need that. A lot of times we need that. So don't shy away from that. And for those that are dealing with someone with grief, encourage that. Don't try to be someone's savior. You know, you can be there, but... This It's a different ball game Grief is a whole different ball game And it's okay to just kind of help Help people through that So anyway I'm going to wrap this up Thank you so much for listening this If you got this far Again, y'all know I don't like to have my podcast super long Because I want people to stay connected And listen all the way through But this was very important This was not organized how It probably should have been organized But it feels good to do it And so thank you again for listening. Um, Thank you, Aunt Byrne, for everything that you've done for me. I love you so much. Maybe in heaven, God will let you listen to this podcast. I don't know. Maybe. It's possible. I don't know. Who knows? But until next time, guys, um, yeah, thanks for being in, in my space.